Yo, people, and welcome to For A Different Lens Podcast. I'm, I'm your co-host, Joe. I'm Dej. And I'm Jacob. How we doing, my brothers? How we doing? How we doing? All good this week. All good. Positive week so far. So looking Cannot forward to it. Cannot complain at all. Nah, for real. I actually can't. I actually can't complain. That's good. That's good. Let's just get straight right into it then. Yes, yes, you know yes. What I mean? Um, question. Obviously, we like our questions. Um, and I'm actually going to ask a question for once. Mm. Um, usually, it's <laughs> one of the guys. But, guys, why resist change? Or how do you react to change, etc., etc.? Mm. But the main question is obviously why, why resist change? change? I think for me, nowadays, like with anything, you weigh up pros and cons of why said change is happening. Then you start to think, how is that going to impact your life and what you're doing, what you got going on? Then I guess it's a case of. Is it going to benefit me? Is it not? Or you'll find a way to not resist, but change the whole situation. Mm. So you change the change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it can suit you. Right, I understand. I get you. But why you resist it? Because sometimes you don't even want to change. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. That, that old famous saying that you hear every now and again. Yep. But... Yeah, I guess people don't want to... Some people just don't want to change. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd say I'd say comfortability. Yeah. That's probably why people, why most people resist changing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're comfortable in one space and, you know, they see their, everything outside and it's a difference. It's a big difference. So if they're comfortable somewhere, they feel like, you know, if they're comfortable here, they may as well just stay here. Um, personally for myself um, I don't feel like I do resist change because of my career so in terms it's, it's ever changing so yeah, it's kind yeah. of one of them things where change is usually a better thing um, but I feel like comfortability is the main kind of reason why people resist change mm-hmm. and you know you can get I think people need to get comfortable being uncomfortable yes definitely um, definitely and you know that's why that's, the, that's why I think change is obviously difficult for some but all in all, I feel like it sometimes is for the better. But as Dej yeah. said, if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So, you know. Yeah. But sometimes, like, I feel like if you don't change or if you don't adapt, yeah, you kind of hinder yourself. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this world is forever changing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And the more you don't adapt, yeah, the more you just get left behind. That's true. That's true. 100%. Because you can see that happening, like, just people in general. Yeah. You can see the world's moving and they're stagnant. Sometimes you see what errors people are just stuck in, like. Mm-hmm. You, you can, see it right in front of you. You can see from, I don't mean to bring up, like Brexit. <laughs> people didn't want to change certain things. Yeah, yeah now it's, just, it's hair, it's calm, it's gone. <laughs> you get what I mean? You're just living in it now. See? Literally. So, I feel like it's, a, I, I, personally, I feel like it's an older generation that resists change more than the younger generation. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we're ready to evolve and move on to new things. They're and more stuck in their ways. Yeah. But I feel like once, <laughs> I feel like once they've gone through something, they're just like, you know what? They've gone through and seen enough that they don't want to change anything. They're happy where they are. Whereas we're trying to push to the next level and we know that mm-hmm. change can obviously affect us in both a positive and a negative way. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I feel like we're, we're more optimistic and we want to take leaps of faith. Yeah, so that's yeah. why we that's why we don't resist change as much. 
that's fair. That's fair. I think the point that you both made on being comfortable is a very big, big one, actually. I remember speaking speak to one of my colleagues about this during the week, actually, um, just in terms of like career progression and stuff like that. Um, and, and obviously your place of work's different to like ours and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but in a place of work, it's so easy to be comfortable. Like say you're in a good team, et cetera. Right. Um, like working team and stuff it's just easy to be like okay cool when am I gonna go for the next step kind of thing mm, yeah it's like sometimes it can somewhat bypass you right because things are just so all rosy and all mm. you're in and in, in, in a little bit of a bubble in it yeah yeah until like sometimes you'll think oh shit this amount of time's gone past like where mm. has all this time gone mm-hmm. yeah but because you've been in your bubble it could be good like fast pace etc blah 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 you just then think okay cool maybe now it is time to potentially switch it up etc um but then the flip side to that is there's people that like i know or that i'd see they can in terms of going back to a job reference they can chop and change job like they're on this every i'll stay in this role for a year 18 months max and mm. and stuff like that and i'm like bro like i'd never been like that in it right 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 <laughs> and there's people that are like pam bam bam right i'm like fair play but whichever um floats your boat in it um but at the same time in terms of just resisting to change i think like you both said it's just people being somewhat stuck in their ways mm-hmm. if it ain't broken ain't fixed etc yeah but at the same time it's also being adaptable to the times the situation and stuff like that or like he said with the times um yeah, and especially I think, times like this you have to be adaptable but that's mm. what no i won't say it hinders people but i feel like some people just don't people some people in general just don't like changing it yeah you get me <laughs> i understand that but surely obviously from you guys from a works workplace perspective surely how the world's moving in terms of just technology and stuff like that you're gonna have to change in some form of way. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because I, you, I know everything used to be. How about people? They, they resist, man. Still to like, still to. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm doing a pen and paper. They, and they resist, man. They resist. There's, it, and it's habits as well, isn't it? Mm. That, yeah, that, that's a very good point. Actually. It's habits of doing things a certain way. Then if someone says, "Oh, you have to do it like this now," because yeah. now like things have come into place where you just have to do it differently mm-hmm. they can just all hell can just break loose man right 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 so it's just a case of them not wanting to <laughs> they yeah, just don't want to they just don't want to change they just don't yeah just don't don't want it like that man isn't that difficult to work with then for you guys and that that's what isn't that kind of stubbornness wouldn't that be difficult to work with because in my line of work when in the football football kind of you have to be ever evolving <coughs> if you're stuck in if you're stuck in the 90s you're getting left you're getting left behind <laughs> because essentially you can see from just management the managers that were stuck in the 90s that were managers in the Prem and now in League 2 but I think I, I might have said this in one of our early episodes about going in terms of sports mm-hmm. how like um, or probably just discussing with both of you like outside of recording how managers could be so, or coaches could be so stuck in their ways and mm-hmm. it, like it shows when you're not going with with the current times as per yeah um, it's like when, just for argument's sake, Mourinho getting sacked last week from Roma. Yep. It's like, people are like, boy, has he really, 
last couple jobs now has he really got with the times he's never he's never really evolved has he yeah like because his style worked and he's stuck with my style works i'm and gonna do it my way and it no one works else's at way. The, yeah it worked at the top yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the game's evolved so much since it worked for him yeah yeah it's like do i carry on doing that or do i switch it up or do i know how to switch up yeah I feel that's different. In management, I think it's different because I don't know if people know how to switch it up. Mm-hmm. If they have a style of play and they know their players, they're trying to, and they've won. Implement it. Yeah, and yeah. they always say, I've won this league before doing this. If you haven't won the league doing what you're doing, why are you telling me what to do? Yeah. That's where I feel like Mourinho's kind of in a place of power where you can say, look, maybe my ways are ancient, but I've won doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's his bargaining chip, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about bargaining chip later still. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real. Because it's gonna it's gonna tie in nicely. But another thing is, you see the the beautiful thing about sport, yeah, is that it will show you who cannot be adaptable mm. just by a period of time. Yep. The managers from ten years ago aren't the managers now. The managers from twenty years twenty years ago aren't the managers now. You can see same thing with like, I guess same thing with players as well, to some degree. The ones that didn't adapt yeah, are the ones that maybe retired earlier than usual mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. ones that maybe fell out of the game or the ones that are just aren't around no more. Yeah. Because I know, you know, bad players are just, they're just not around no more for yeah. many different reasons, whether mm-hmm. they love the game or not. Yeah. But or, or the ones that they can't talk on the game now. Yeah. Because they don't have an opinion on what's going on now, they don't understand why the game's being played like this. Mm-hmm. So you can see, some, even with some of the pundits we have, pundits, yeah, that's with, a very with good the pundits point, we actually. have, some of them are adaptable, but some of them you can feel like they're still clinging on to what was. Funny you said that. Is Graham Sinner said something the other day on Pogba? I think it was on Simon Jordan's podcast, mm-hmm. um, and he was just talking about like the reason why he came across so harsh on him etc during his United tenure and like you get people that were like oh yeah like everything he said is right but at the time it wasn't it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't because right, man. it was personal attacks 100% because every he, week if, if he felt that way he should have just said it you know yes because he mm. was basically saying to Simon Jordan like oh Pogba has he had all the ability to be <clears throat> the best midfielder in the world etc blah 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 and it's not saying that now in hindsight. Mm. <laughs> but you weren't you weren't saying it like that before. Then it was all digs on Sky. So every weekend was a dig. Even if Pogba played well, it was he should be doing that. Yeah. He's worth ninety mil. It's like, bro, <laughs> so like, he could never win. And it just become bare personal mm-hmm. and stuff. And that, that goes back to like somewhat the old heads. Yeah. That whether that's sports, etc. In in fact, just life, innit? Once they've got a form of ideology, mm. it has because it works for them 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's not, it should <laughs> it work. It must for, be the yeah. exact same thing. And I'm like, bro, like at the same time, like you also need, you see it now with the way people react. To female punditry, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're so, not happy so with the someone's change. Someone's just not happy with, yeah. yeah. It's like and get it, with the times, Joey. Got, it, <laughs> it's like once someone chats so much shit or so much negativity, it's gonna become good for them, regardless in this yep. day and age. Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna get the extremists that will come out underneath the woodworks and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, he's got a point, blah blah, yeah. all that jazz, mm-hmm. or the. I won't even go in a political sense, but like you know, you know what I'm talking yep, about, yep, innit? Yep, 100%. And, and I'm like, bro, like, it takes a dickhead to say something for you to feel like, oh, yeah, I got chest. Like, mm. 
yeah, this shouldn't be happening in this type of way. And I'm like, bro, like, as you can see, we're in a world now where things are ever changing. Yep. They're so resistant to female punditry change. I'm like, bro, if it works, it works. Yeah, what's the Get problem? Get me, like, when people then bring up the fact that some of them make mistakes, I'm like, the male pundits make hella mistakes. Yes. But it's because they're ex-pros, etc. And it's generally, oh, it's always been like a man's game in mm. that sense. You're not, you're, you're not really going to take it in, but any little thing, they'll be like... Henri scored 25 goals that season when he actually scored 26. They'll, they'll nitpick <laughs> yeah, that yeah. little thing, innit? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, let people grow into their role as well. Of course, like, of course. That change early on, it's never going to be perfect. There's some people that just get stuff and they'll be bang mm -hmm. on it, innit? So, um, yeah, that, that you just speaking about that just made me think of, because it's been a topic of debate on on social media for yeah. a couple of weeks now in terms of like a certain expo that's just killing the female pundits um, things and then other people be like ah yeah 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 and gosh, like I think I might have it's said it's it. just a, just a bully man yeah, I just said like I'll, I'll say it to like my friends and everyone if if you know I've never really agreed with that person or anyone's ideologies for instance the one time that they make a good point, please do not send it to me. Yeah. Because that good point... It, and it ain't going to mean anything to you. It's not going to mean anything to nope. me. Don't, don't rub out all the bad points they've nope. made. Literally. And it's not even <laughs> for this one person in particular mm -hmm. that's been on female punditry. I see it for like other people outside of sport, just in world in general. And I'm like, it's not I've got my mind set on how they think because I kind of have, but I'm yeah. like, they're just because they're trying to be positive in that sense. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not going to forget everything. What they said before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you your can't. actual feelings and mm -hmm. thoughts on people or race, etc. Yeah. anything like that. One so, good thing can't erase every the hundred bad things you said. No, and no I remember way. saying, I remember saying that to one of my friends months ago about when they were sending me someone. Must be like, mad. Man. I was like, yeah. bro, I genuinely like, I don't care what this person does. Mm -hmm. I don't go to look for their positive or negative quotes. Right. <laughs> and it's going to be like that. They've put themselves in that box. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's my yeah, feeling they're, of they're, them. They're, they're gone to me, man. Yeah, Unless 100%. they become the best Samaritan in the world. <laughs> but change their life around. But still, yeah, even unless, then. Unless, but still unless because they've changed their life around, given their life to Christ, <laughs> baptised 50 children. I still can't trust you. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're too wishy-washy. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone from that side to that side. So where is the balance? You just want to go with oh okay this might be popping now maybe it's time for me to make a change yeah in this sense but you're mm -hmm. not actually making the rule change yeah so. you're just a trend man you just want to jump on the trend of what's going on and then okay cool yeah that's like the modern day internet warrior Mate, jump so. on the trend and looking yep. for something viral man it's, it's sad it's sad to see but well on on this on the particular question i'll put in i'll just read in some stuff before earlier in the day and I saw a quote from Harvard Business School mm -hmm. um, which I've got up again um, and this is was from like their magazine in 1969 I believe and one of the quotes for like say how to deal with resistance to change was the key to the problem is to understand the true nature of resistance actually what employees resist is not usually technical change but social change the change in their human relationships that generally accompanies technical change Mm. So mm. that's just one I want everyone to think about. Mm -hmm. You get me? Um, but even the whole read in general, <clears throat> I remember reading it earlier during the day, and I was like, okay, cool. This is 
obviously because I knew the question yeah. at hand. I was yes, like, yes, let yes. me actually see different things. And like, man's reading up Harvard Business School and that. You get me? Big <laughs> <laughs> up yourself, Joe. You get, get me? Adapting to the situation scenario. Not being resistant to change. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Makes sense. You know what I mean? But yeah. Nah, um, cool. We can move on to the next topic. Yes, which is iconic shoe deals yes or before you do that we're gonna cheat and do song of the week early ah. <laughs> all right all that's right, it, all right. That's good that's we're good. gonna cheat and do song of the week early okay right. Get me. i've so got for everyone watching early on boom <laughs> i've actually got mine it's gonna be another artist you guys don't know but it's, you know it's good i want to i've got a new artist okay i only come across last week so. okay nice but i'm gonna put you guys onto someone well you might know him um but it's michael kiwanaka e and um, the song is Piano Joint. This kind oh, of Ah, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was saying, ah, oh, shit, in terms of like, ah, oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. Michael Kiwanaka, Piano Joint, um, This Kind of Love. He's actually a British artist. Um, first time I saw him, he was headlined. He was on Glastonbury. Oh, funny you've enough. seen him before? No, nah, oh. I, I saw him on Glastonbury, and then okay. I started watching, um, I was looking for his songs. And no then I, um, way. What? I have one of his songs. You would do. Jeez. You just don't know who his song, <coughs> what his song is. I told Damn. you. Told you guys episodes yeah. ago. Dead most random playlist. Yeah, but Michael Kiwanaka. <laughs> what song do you, you got? Uh, what song do you have? Hold on, mate. I'll tell you. Even whatever game me and Dutch go to this weekend, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna come across new songs for sure. Place I belong. Yeah, I thought you had that. That's a good track. That's a is good that track. one of his main songs? Nah, but it's it's a good track on the album. Nah, fair. So it's the song you. That you said on Love Hate? Nah, mine's on Kiwanaka. Love Hate's his first one. Okay. Well, his first one that I listened to. I ain't got a clue, guys. I ain't got a clue. Love and yeah. Hate was um the one where I started listening to him when he was at Glastonbury. Then I saw his Tiny Desk concerts. Do you know what I think? Because I think the song Love Hate is in Suits. Mm. It's in like the last season of Suits, I think. Okay. Mm. And I think I, that's how I got the song anyway. Yeah, Shazam in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To be fair, I do that sometimes mm-hmm. as well. I'm like, right, what's this? <laughs> Get me. Because the last season of Suits went, went kind of hard. Yeah, but Michael yeah, Kiwanaka. Back. Cool. Piano joint, this kind of love. Michael Kiwanaka, piano joint, this kind of love. Yeah, yeah. This kind of love is in brackets. But okay. It's piano joint. Not the intro either. It's yeah, the real one. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, do you want to go? or Should I go Dutch? Yeah, you go. Uh, Dylan Sinclair. Mm-hmm. Do you know him? Yep. Flipping hell. You're not going to many artists. I don't know. <laughs> I, I listened to it. Hey, I come across this song last week and I was like, ooh, okay, cool. Um, What day was that? Was it last week when I went to it or this week? Whatever day I was banging it in the morning. I was like, okay, cool. I can't remember whose Instagram I come across and I seen it. And you know, like for when I said that time, mm-hmm. Rui was playing a song that yeah. I was like, um, but yeah, the song's open. Mm-hmm. Dylan Sinclair open, so... That's my song of the week. I was nice, like, okay. nice, nice. One, it was completely new for me. Um, yeah. Get me nice little R&B vibe. Because remember I said from my birthday, I was on my R&B, R&B stage of life. So I haven't forgot about that. Um, and then, yeah, Dylan Sinclair, open. I got another song, but I'm going to bring that up later in, mm-hmm. in the episode. Get me. Okay. My one is a old joint by Burner Boy. Mm. Old. What were we talking old? Before Dread's old. Okay, that was that was high top old. Before high top. Okay, what right. song is this? Yeah, it's called Firewood. 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 I never get that. What? What album? Is it even on an album? I don't think it's on an album. You know. <laughs> let me even, let me even check what Firewood. year that came out. But uh, listeners' discretion is advised. 
Bruh. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is Burn the Boy before. This is Best of Burn Series Volume 1. <laughs> rah, rah. Even looking at the picture. Yeah. <laughs> 2011. 11, rah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is old school, old school. Because it came, it came yeah, on my shuffle. It. I was like, right, I ain't heard this song in years. Firewood. The fact that it was on your shuffle. You see what I said? This guy's yeah, playlist? Rub. <laughs> yeah, shuffle. If you shuffle your songs on your phone. Yeah, you're going to get anything. anything. That yeah, is true. Or you in particular. Now, most people get anything. I got I got thousands of songs yeah. on there. Because yeah, last year. Rock on. Does Apple Music tell me how you many um different many artists? You, no, different artists you listen to a year. Yes, and I have to go on to that wrap up thing. You know what? You know, I've, I'm I'm pretty sure per year I listen to like seven to seven hundred to a thousand new artists. Huh? I try and find new music every day though. Seven hundred to a thousand yeah. every year. Yeah, that's a new mad artist. thing though. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, I try and find. I try and find. I don't new think music. I've done that in ten years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like I could, but in every, fact, twenty years. <laughs> but every time we come here, I could name you a different artist. Well, I, I, I know that. Yeah. Next so, week, can you name a song that we know? <laughs> I'll try to. I'll try to. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I'll try to. But like on oh, on different artists, I try and find a new song. Me and my boy Peas, we used to do this. Try and find a new song from a new artist every day. Fair. That's serious, you know. Because yeah. you don't want everyone to listen to the same thing. So you listen to different genres, different artists, and see how much you like the genre. See how much you like the artist. I hear that. I'll, I'll go out and look, but once I listen once or twice, probably just kind of go back to the norm. Nah, man. Unless you, it's because I don't create playlists, though. But even I if you go down, you, you're, you're on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, when you play one song on Spotify or let an album play, mm-hmm. and then it starts giving you its own. Yeah, yeah. See, that's where I find loads of new artists. To be fair, that's what I. Okay, that's how I so used to come across new songs. Okay. I listened to 908 artists. See, when? The, last in, year. Last year. Rafa. Yeah, bro. I'll find easily 700 or 1,000 artists a year. And you find that on Spotify as well? And yeah. It shows, it shows me yeah, my, my top wrapped. 10 artists as well. Uh, I'll, look, I'll look at that yeah. after. When you're wrapped, it tells you how many artists. Like I can. Re- I remember one year it was 1,500. Right. Heady, Heady one's in my top five. That Listening. doesn't surprise me. Mm. Oh, wow. You used to bang Heady. Mm. Yeah, I did actually. But then, remember, there's artists that are just that have 1,000 listens on songs, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's like artists that you just find and you're like oh my goodness the world don't have a clue about this person oh there was one actually oh let me i had to go to youtube because there was nothing going on spotify let me find you don't continue there's um but i remember yeah because i remember being on um tiktok and finding an r&b artist um and his name is el mien el amin this brother oh right yeah and um he um i used to just like his tiktok because he had no songs out yet no, no songs on Spotify and I just always come back to Spotify and um, he um, had the colours he blew up he's singing a D'Angelo song oh yeah the colours as well yeah blew up singing a D'Angelo song and then he brought out his own brought out his own tracks and now he's quite he's got what 890k followers Fair listeners bit. on um, Spotify now but I found him on I found him just listening on TikTok I found loads of artists just listening on TikTok oh wow um, artists that like and then you start looking at their background and they live Local, mm-hmm. you're thinking. Oh, is that guy? Nah, he's he's England, but oh. he's not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, um, it's still local though. Even like Jazz Karras. I feel like I know that name. Jazz Karras is Croydon. I don't she, even think I know. She's Jazz got songs Karras. with Jules. You know, you know, you know that. Um, you'll know um Jazz Karras' songs with Jules. You'll hundred percent know them. Um, she's with got Jules. um, yeah, Jules, Jules, baby. 
Okay. She's got um. Was it summer in the ends? Maybe, maybe love. Um, you know me. I'm not great with titles. Oh, so. uh, you guys, you guys will know it. She's also got. Okay, let me let let me give you one of Jazz Caris's songs that you definitely know if, of one of Jules's albums. I just bought the Caris. K A R I S. Hmm. I probably do know it because there was a point I was banging out Jules's album. Soweto I, Blues. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Then. Soweto Blues. And I know the French Caris. No, no, Jazz Caris. <laughs> yeah, Soweto Blues is a banger. Yeah, that's Jazz Caris on that song. And then she got like... Dun, dun. But I've been listening to Jazz Caris since SoundCloud. So since she had no listeners, is it? I was on a like SoundCloud. To me, no, I do I, I do like coming across like artists that have mm. not... That are not up and coming at all. Oh, yeah. no, that are not, that's rude. <laughs> that are not up and coming. Yeah. That are up and coming, but no one heard of them or mm-hmm. etc. I used to love finding those gems, man. Because it was, I come across, Definitely it was know. on Instagram. I don't know if you lot have seen some page. I forgot what it's called, but it's like this guy or whoever goes up to couples in New York, he asks them, are yeah. you a couple? I forgot what the page is actually called. I've seen him though, yeah. Yeah, and the whole article. Oh, and they ask you, how did you meet? Yeah. yeah. So then one guy, his name is Sway, I believe, but um, EY. Um, and his girl was just talking about how she loves his music and stuff. So I literally, I think he was tagged in the thing. So I went on his Insta, tried to look on Spotify, but then I found it on YouTube and he's actually quite he's decent still. Mm. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to give him a little go. Like, I like finding stuff like that, innit? Yeah. Whether I keep it up long, ter- long term, that's a different story, but mm. get me. That's how I found one of my favorite R&B artists, Kenya Dixon. Cool. Literally the yeah. same way, just listening, come across him. I said, hold on. In fact, I went to a concert he was opening listened to him I said oh this guy's serious mm. then went home started listening to it I said this is one of the best R&B artists I've ever heard <coughs> oh decent so cool. same with Lucky Day so just yeah. to wrap up our song of the week yours is you had someone you were finding there no it was the no that, that was the guy's name oh Sway. okay okay I think his Instagram is Sway Up but oh, I was okay. trying to remember the Insta page that I found the couples thing. Oh, okay, yeah. But um, I'll send I'll send it to you later. But yeah, uh, yeah just to wrap up, songs of the week. Your song was uh, Michael Kiwanaka Piano Joint. Uh, this my, kind of love. Mine was Dylan Sinclair Open. Burner Boy Firewood. There we go. Yeah, Burner nice. Boy from 2011. From the old edits. If you go on YouTube and just look at the <laughs> look at the yeah, video discretion. picture. No, listeners' I'm discretion no, is advised. Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. Make sure there's no children in the room for that one, man. <laughs> sorry. sorry, I interrupted you talking about the next topic. Oh, it's all right. So, um, yeah, our next topic is actually iconic shoe deals in yes. sport. And um, we've obviously wanted to have a conversation about this for quite a while, to be fair. It's been pinned for us. Um, so, yeah, um, I kind of went down a list and kind of found some from obviously the new age mm-hmm. and from some from that I didn't know about and I don't think anyone really has a real like eye on but are really iconic in terms of how they probably transformed the world and kind of transformed how we look at shoes mm-hmm. um so um obviously we'll start off with like the basic one so we have a uh, well not a basic one but Harry Kane recently has signed obviously mm-hmm. a massive shoe deal um a lifetime deal sketches mm-hmm. um which is obviously kind of a big it's a big thing because it's kind of Sketcher's first thing into sport, into football, into football essentially. Yeah. Um, and he's at the forefront of it, signed a lifetime deal, which is obviously great for him. Um, it helps obviously him being Bayern Munich, number nine, big move, probably best best England 
best English player right now. Um, so that's kind of one of the big iconic deals that has happened in football as of most recent and something different because obviously we haven't oh, well, had yeah. yeah, even when you told me, I genuinely, maybe it wasn't something that I saw publicised mm. and anything, but I was like, sketch as football boots, flair. Yeah. When you first told me, I was like, flair. Yeah. yeah. Because I was, I was thinking New Balance, but yeah, sketches, that's that's big for them still. Yeah, because they've got, they've got a few like lifestyle ambassadors like Jamie Redknapp, so he's he's like he's kind of one of the footballers or ex footballers that's kind of part of the brand, ah. but they haven't got anyone. They didn't have anyone with the star power of Harry Kane. It's the yeah. blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, they've they've signed a few more people underneath. They signed like a few young players, um, a few like England under twenties as well Fair. to their brand as well. So they they're kind of looking at that kind of New Balance, what New Balance kind of started with. Mm, yeah, because um, yeah. you know when New Balance first started, they signed like Aaron Ramsey. They kind of took people from Adidas and signed them to New Balance. Yeah, and then um, obviously they kind of built the brand from there. Obviously, New Balance was big in lifestyle and running, but yeah. it wasn't the biggest in football. football and sport. So, um, funny enough, we say New Balance, so because New Balance, we um, you spoke about Endrick. Yes, yes. Endrick is due to young, be the f- young, young baller. Yeah, he's due to be the face of the New Balance brand for football. Yep. Um, which is which is a big deal. I don't know personally know much about Endrick, but obviously I know he's moving to Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. And he's meant to be the next big thing. And obviously, I feel like New Balance want to start the campaign behind him. We'll see though, because you know, when when the youngsters always go Real Madrid, you never know what happens, isn't it? Mm. And to be fair, majority the Brazilians are majority of them tend to they beast, they eventually be flourish. Yeah, yeah. In, in recent years, Vinicius Junior and Rodrigo they yep. have come into their own. 100%. Um, I think Endrick met up with the team just before their winter break, I believe, when the Brazilian season finished because his team won the league, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, Palmeiras. Is it Palmeiras? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how... You know it's not going to... Because Rumage, they're so good. They've got so much quality. Mm. He doesn't have to do anything straight away. Yeah, you can, can He can actually be embedded in, in yeah, time. Nicely. Whereas if he's going to... If it was just, say, United, for instance. You need to be on it yeah. from the first second. <laughs> it'll be, be issues. But yeah. yeah, sorry, you're saying... Um, also with New Balance, there's um, obviously... In, in football, we've got Saka. Mm-hmm. We've got Sterling that's left um, Nike as well to sign with New Balance. Kind of mm-hmm. got his own shoe, his own boot in a great shoe deal there. Obviously, Sadio Mane, big for Africa with the New yeah. Balance. Yeah, he's, he's been doing his thing. Yeah, so he's kind of the face of African New Balance. But he's kind of a big face of New Balance anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, if we go to tennis, we've got Coco Goff. Mm-hmm. Young black upcoming tennis star, one of the best pl- t- um, black female tennis players in the world. Yeah, female tennis players, best yeah. tennis players in the world. Let me say that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think world number. Four, she's in top five because she's in the semi-finals for the Australian Open. Yeah, and she won the US Open just recently, yeah. just gone. Um, so Coco Goff flying a flag for New Balance on that side of things. Um, and obviously, if we move to basketball, she sorry, she done. Who's the 400 meter hurdler for America is it Sydney McLaughlin yeah, yeah. She's, she's also um, New, Balance New Balance as well, as well yeah because they were doing the adverts yep. Lo- yeah yeah ah. yes she she's 400 meter hurdle world Absolute record holder world-class athlete she, she, <laughs> did she went try she, she, she went for the 400 meters she didn't want to go for the hurdles this time um I think she didn't do the she didn't qu- she got injured though you're right. Well, you she's, right. She, I don't know if she was injured but I don't think she Some, something happened I yeah I can't yeah. remember what I, I do remember. why she didn't do the composition yeah. or something. Maybe focusing on the Olympics coming Probably. up this year. Um, then obviously, we have Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Quiet superstar, but a big superstar. But he signed a deal with New Balance 
when he came to LA, mm-hmm. obviously to try and take over the king from LeBron, which we know has <laughs> ne- not happened. Still, <laughs> LeBron, Jace, <laughs> still hasn't happened. But um, yeah, that's another one um, in the new school. Obviously, with New Balance, and you can kind of see what New Balance are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of trying to get the upcoming stars, and it's good though. Take them away from the Nikes. Take them away from the Adidas's, and um, kind of. Their thing. Kawhi came to London, was it just before the NBA season started? Yeah. Well, and he was at Arsenal game, mm-hmm. he's got a picture of Saka, yep. etc. So that was definitely... Uh, that was definitely for work. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know that man ain't coming anywhere if it ain't for money. Um. So yeah, New Balance have got a great up and coming yeah, program. Yeah, they have to be. Um, especially with what they're trying to do. And you know what? Everywhere I go now, you see people in New Balance. New Balance is a, like the new lifestyle trainer. I mean, yeah. my trainers today. Yeah. New Balance. They're, they're so comfy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. I'm even gonna buy another pair. I I attested that as well when I bought my first pair of New Balances. Remember, yeah. I was questioning you there. Yeah. I was like, which ones? Which ones? Blah yeah. blah blah. Because you were probably one of the first I actually saw wear New Balance. So yeah. So but they're, they're like New Balance as a brand in term in terms of what they're doing. They're kind of taking over the lifestyle space. Mm-hmm. So. They're up and coming in everything, so big them up as well. Um, another smaller brand which I wanted to touch on, which was Under Armour, mm. because they've got athletes. Well, their most iconic athlete is easily, and everyone knows Stephen Curry, chef. Woof. And he signed. I almost wore his top today. The chef shiver. <laughs> he he signed what a sensational deal with um, Under Armour. I think he's got a percentage of the company. Has it, his was, is was a it? lifetime, isn't it? No. It's more of a, yeah. But it's but he owns some of the company. Yeah. So <laughs> that's basically lifetime. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah as long as you have it, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. So that's that's one of the, and that's one of the studios that's changed the game because he left Nike at a time where um, Nike were taking all the NBA players. Yeah. And he chose to leave Nike. And I feel like it was because the shoes weren't for his feet and obviously he didn't, he went, he made a decision and that kind of changed the game in terms of what NBA players are doing now. Yeah, um, Under Armour was predominantly for fighters. Yes. Mm. Yes. Then you start to see The Rock wear all the time. Mm-hmm. Then Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna we're not gonna discredit the man that actually started the Under Armour train, which was Brandon Jennings. Mm. So when Brandon Jennings was overseas, Is it? he's the man that was the first person to really put on those Under Armour shoes. Jeez. And he's what, kind of, In the NBA or overseas? The, he was in them overseas, but then in the NBA, obviously wore them in the NBA as well. Oh, okay, cool. So um, he was the first kind of guy to branch out from the Nike, the Adidas, and wear something completely different. Obviously, um, completely different. And that was Brandon Jennings. And um, he kind of kick-started what we're seeing now in terms of people leaving the massive companies to go and sign with smaller companies to mm. be the main guy. To be a big fish in a small pond, essentially. Yeah, in their uh, own pond. Yeah. Um, and Brandon Jennings, funny enough, he's done a collab with Steph Curry recently. So Steph Curry's done a collab with Brandon Jennings as like a thing where you started this. Um, okay. So him and um, Steph oh, Curry. Oh, Steph basically acknowledged that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, so they've, they've collabed that's, that's and done a, cool. done a shoe together. So um, Hasn't De'Aaron Fox signed with Under, Under Armour as well? Because he signed he Steph, Steph. He signed under Steph, basically. Yep. Under the Steph Curry. But Steph Curry's got his own... Yeah, he's basically uh, a Steph Curry athlete kind right. of thing. Yeah. But he's he's compet- c- competitor. I yes. was like... When I remember seeing that early in the season, I was, was like, bro... Wasn't it during the playoffs? They did the deal. I feel like it was when they were playing them. Maybe. But I, I believe because of it or... 
the talks, etc. They trained with each other throughout the yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're basically one of the main point guard battles yep. in in the West. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty cool. Another that's, that's a serious one. Yeah. Man. Another one in the NBA that's in Under Armour, Joel Embiid. Yes, yes. Joel Embiid is now wearing Under Armour wow. trainers, putting up seventy points. We'll speak about that. We'll speak it? about yeah, that. But he's um obviously putting up seventy points. Under Armour is a great brand that have branched out beyond. They've always been beyond, as you said, for fighters. Mm. And Joshua. Yeah. That, that, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. on the Aaron Fox, if you haven't watched his interview, when he talks about um, going to Under Armour, it's actually good. I remember watching our big new season. Mm. I suggest watch yeah, it. No, but. Tune in. But yeah, AJ. Yeah. AJ has been with Under Armour for... Since, since, since the since, beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another one. Like, he's kind of... He's, he's been be- the UK Under Armour face, yes, basically. 100%. Yeah. He's a face of a lot of things in the UK. Yeah, Luke, I feel like he's a face of Lucas <laughs> Aid, Hugo Boss, but he's he's just yeah. massive. <laughs> he's uh, the, up the AJ brand is killing it, bro. Yeah. Um, but Under Armour for him. And then when we go to um, the NFL, it's interesting because we don't think of this guy when we think of Under Armour, but we probably should. Tom Brady. It's true, you know. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's actually true. It didn't even occur to me. Tom Brady. It's actually true. <laughs> He's been the biggest name in the NFL, well, in NFL history, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually true. You see, you see the problem with it, yeah. We don't think about it because <clears throat> you can't really see their face, isn't it? Mm. So it kind of disconnects you from like the other stuff they have going on. Very and true. to be fair, with Brady as well, TB12 was the one that was promoted more, yeah, than, in that sense than Under Armour. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, that that's a good point. If you're not one of the quarterbacks, you're generally not. Because lots of them will have shoe yeah. deals, but. Yeah. Because we don't really like see them. Yeah, well, no. Know. Yeah, because obviously Cam Newton was with um, Under Armour as well. Mm. See, but it's not like it's things you don't know. Justin Jefferson's with Under Armour. Yeah, I knew JJ was. So there's a few players with Under really Armour. Um, uh, and then obviously we have um, we have if we go to tennis, there's one that if what my my goat in tennis, Roger Federer. I think Djokovic is the best player ever, but my greatest of all time. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Thank yeah. you. Because I was watching something <laughs> this week, and I was like, people need to differentiate their favorite player with the greatest player. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. No. Just, just. Yeah. Yeah. Djokovic is the best ever. He <laughs> is. But, but <laughs> Federer, Federer is the person that made everyone fall of in course. love with tennis. It's like Ronaldinho and oh, football. Thank you. And yes, Messi, but you get course. what I mean, or those sort of things. Um, All of Federer's sponsors have been are crazy anyway. They are, but he left Nike. It's funny that a lot of people left Nike. Mm. And he, he, he recently left. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, not recently. How long ago was that? Uh, well, I'm gonna say probably like five years ago now. But yeah, yeah, it's cause, I yeah. say recent because he's only just yeah. yeah. But yeah, he left. He obviously left Nike and signed <coughs> a three hundred million dollar deal with Uniqlo. I feel like Djokovic was with Uniqlo beforehand. He was, and he was. he's with Asics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when. His Uniqlo, it actually spotted like I yeah. Like, I, used to, I used to think, what's that? Mm-hmm. But now I wear that shit, man. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Uniqlo is a great shop. This track to is Uniqlo. Uniqlo is it? <laughs> but I don't know about Uniqlo. Yeah. Yes, cool, yeah. yeah. So um, obviously Federer making that transition from obviously Nike to Uniqlo was a massive at the time because mm-hmm. obviously they're losing tennis stars. Obviously they still got Rafa Nadal. Yeah, I think it's their last kind of one. They got Alcaraz. I wanted to. They've got Alcaraz. Yeah, uh, yeah Alcaraz. Yeah, yeah, they've got him as well. So, um, they they got the up up becoming tennis stars. But with Nike in general, and initially I used to see it across football more, 
but now it's showing more across sports. They're at, they've actually um, smallen and down like their clientele. Hundred percent. Like so, people think they're losing. Um, oh, Nax lost this person. Nax mm-hmm. not renewed their contract with. Yes, this, that's with it. most people. Yeah. Like, like I, I I know someone that the ins and outs of what was happening. They were getting, as you said, they were getting. They weren't renewing contracts for players that they didn't feel can bring something to the brand. And these were big names yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. They, like, they, they let Neymar go. Yeah, yeah. They let Neymar go to focus on Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Because you can't have the two. Yeah, yeah. To you them, is they just want that. The They've never enough one, one innit? Because if you think about across sports, they have Cristiano Ronaldo football. They have... Well, and then with the young players for football, Mbappe, Mbappe. and Haaland. Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Literally. And then... That they care about like that. But then, yeah. you, then you got... And Rashford as well, actually. But, but then you got LeBron James in basketball. You got Jar below him. Lifetime. They got Kevin football. Durant. Kevin and Durant. Got, and, and Kevin Durant's got a lifetime contract yeah, with Yeah, he Nack. does. He does, but you. But if you go, the main Obviously ones, LeBron James, James. Yeah. Then you got if you go young players, they got Jar signing really a, like a. He's probably on his way to a lifetime deal. Oh yeah. If Hopefully, if, if we don't, don't shoot anyone, we don't. We don't. We <laughs> pew don't pew. Even know. Everybody going down. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know, but um, yeah, he's on the way to a kind of a lifetime deal. So, and then you've obviously got tennis, and with their tennis, they've got Rafa Nadal, they got Alcaraz. Uh, am I saying his name right? Alvarez or Alcaraz? Alcaraz. Alcaraz. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Um, and then obviously. So they've kind of they've kind of narrowed their market. They said, "Look, we're focusing on the big guns, and we want the best player in the world at this time, mm-hmm. and that's it." Jeez. So no one's. So if you see a lot of people chip switching boots, which you have seen in the Premier League recently, yeah, Nike, bro, Nike did not renew their contract with bare athletes over, yeah. like, I'd say, the last five years alone. Yeah, because Sterling used to be Nike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he, when when they let Neymar left. go to Puma, you knew. Yeah, yeah, I said that. <laughs> yeah, because for Neymar, Neymar's a big fish. <laughs> I was like. Because his brand alone in Brazil is crazy. Yes. Or South America. Or yeah. In fact, the world. But do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you want to be like specific in a particular market, I was like, for Neymar, for them not to do him, you I was know. like, boy, fair. Yeah, once you don't do a player like that, <laughs> you've got something big coming. Um, we'll go to uh, Reebok. Mm. A brand that kind of went under the radar. Yeah, I feel like recently they have, haven't they? Yeah, feel like they've gone under the radar. Obviously, they sponsor the UFC, so... That's where they're kind of in. They're in a fighting market, whereas they were for, like, they used to own Bolton Stadium. Yeah, yeah. So, in the Reebok, JJ Cotcher days. Yeah, they used to have Thierry Henry under them. Yeah. So Reebok were were their brand. There was um, but people with lifetime deals: Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. massive, um, and Allen Iverson, who signed a lifetime deal, I think, in two thousand and one. Mm. I feel like Hamilton used to be sponsored by Reebok. But he's now Puma, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Because he had, it was promoting some like next chunky shoes back then. Mm. But this was years ago. Speaking of artists, Future. Reebok? Yep. I think. Is he still with them? I don't know, but Future was with them. Because if you're you're thinking about artists, Future was with them. I was was thinking Lewis Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I know you're thinking Lewis Hamilton, but Future as an artist. It's because you said speaking of artists. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, I know you're thinking of a racing driver, but my brain went. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton's an artist as well. He makes music. (laughs) Good, good singer. Is Future with Is Future with Reebok still? Uh, he had the Hyper Beast in 2017. Uh, I don't know if he's still with them. Because I knew they were had, they knew they had a collaboration or something yeah. like that, but I don't know if they, he was with them. Um, uh, but yeah, um, that's that's one of them. If we go to, I'm gonna go to Adidas, and I'm gonna go to some something completely different. So Adidas, we have Lionel Messi. Yeah, the the the, the biggest 
He's the biggest man. Yeah. <laughs> Best player Best of all player time. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we have Lionel Messi. Yeah, I can't even argue with that no more. We have probably the most iconic deal because he wasn't the, in fact, he was a sensational footballer. David Beckham. Yeah. To be fair, Beckham was the one that started was this. the pioneer for the whole brand. Mm-hmm. Not even true. just football, but English football in particular. Yeah. And you see it in his documentary, like, it's like those predators. How, how people were so resistant to change then. Yeah, it's <laughs> and true. David Beckham said, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So I got my missus, I know I can get ball. I know I want to enter life in this way or like segue. He had a clear vision. Yes. And then boom. So he, yeah. He evolves. He yeah, is. He really does. He really does. Um, and I, and there's two more for Adidas. I'm going to say Jude Bellingham is the is up and coming superstar for Adidas. Yeah. Um, the way they're redoing the Predator Predators. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. He's like the poster boy for Adidas right now. And obviously Zidane was Adidas. Yes. He's taking Zidane's shirt mm-hmm. at Madrid. He's like, Madrid at Adidas as well. Yeah. It's only right, isn't it? The, yeah. But the oh, final yeah, one for Adidas, one of the best players we should have seen, but never reached the potential because of injuries. Derek Rose. Yeah. Signed a ridiculous Adidas contract. He I think did. he's still getting paid off it right now. That's one thing, like... Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the positive of his thing is that he, mm-hmm. he was fortunate to sign the um, deal with Adidas before mm-hmm. his injury. Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of athletes you'll hear... Got uh, injured. Yeah, they you know they were going what? to be on route. Yeah, Derek Rose yeah. still gets paid, apparently. Yeah, still. Sick, they, Derek, Derek Rose's contract's so mad, they pay his brother and they pay someone else in his family. <laughs> they, they're paying... Like the whole family's on payroll. Yeah, <laughs> Adidas are really, really running up the road for the whole family. So Derek Rose's contract with Adidas is ridiculous and it's one of the most iconic shoe deals because I don't think Adidas have done anything like that since because James yeah. Harden obviously signed with them, but it's not 14 years, see? And this article was in 2013. Yeah. Adidas is still tied down to a 14-year agreement with Rose. So he's there till 2025? Yeah. Oh, well, next year now, but... Ah, I was just double checking something. He's still Jeez, there. Yeah, that's, Adidas athlete. That's He's mad still. The fastest guy in the world. The whole world. No allows right now. Ooh. I was trying to think. I was like, yeah, he said the whole world. You, you know, like with the, over the last year or two, with the hundred meter men, yeah. And I was trying to think who oh, these hands. We, we yeah. shouldn't. We, we should have. No allows came up in like episode one or two. <laughs> so. The whole world. Yeah. Get me. No allows, boy. The world champ. The world, That's yeah. it. The, the world, world champ. champ. No allows. You are. No I allows. agree with you. No allows. Yes. We all agree with you. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, that that's that's a good one also. Um, uh, so there's also a few just outliers uh, with the Chinese brands. Obviously, Dwayne Wade was with Jordan and he was with Converse in his career, which I didn't know until today that he was with Converse at any point. Didn't know he was with Converse. Yeah. I knew the Jordan part, but um, maybe early, early, early. Yeah, um, and he signed a brand, brand, he signed a lifetime contract recently, 2018. With um, Li Nang. Yeah, yeah. And he's he got does. his uh, way, of way, like, way of Wade line. Um, basically does like a tour in China like every off season well when yeah. he was playing I think even still now probably yeah goes to Beijing and yeah. does, does that sort of stuff um, then there's also um, Clay Thompson who signed with Anta mm. another Chinese brand um, which is it's good for him it's, it's worth quite a bit of money to be fair did in terms Dwayne of Wade sentence. get someone else under Lee Lee Nang, Nang. I, feel like I feel like he has but I don't know I, I feel, feel like, like he saying has saying um, Mitchell 
Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I, I feel like I saw that. It I might like be something that. else that they've got something, but I feel like he brought another athlete on. But yeah, let me check that. But yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously we've got um, the current best player in the NBA. Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I don't know if you guys agree, but he's currently the best player in the NBA. That's, that's up for debate. <laughs> I said that beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah he is. Well, he's, no, yeah, he's sick though. He's, he's... Um, he signed a shoe deal on Christmas Day, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Where he announced on Christmas Day with 361 degrees. Another Chinese brand. Um, and he signed. Uh, he's not, he signed a short-term deal with them, but it's it's relatively iconic to see someone that's left Nike again, mm. because that's someone I feel like Nike should have tried to keep. But I don't think he fits in with their brand picture. That's what it is. He's not he's not marketable like that yeah. because he doesn't care about. It. He just cares about riding his horses mm-hmm. or going to watch horse racing. Yeah, in basketball the is a nine to five for him. Basically, Literally. basketball's his job. Like he's he's looking for the off season so he could do this 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 this. Yeah, so that's another one of those deals where it's like, well, it's different, but it's it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I'm gonna go back in time and then I'm gonna come back to the most the three most iconic ones that we probably have had in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one that is that really stuck out to me, and that was a uh, Jesse Owens. Mm. So Jesse Owens back in 1936 signed a deal. Well, he didn't. Sign, he wore Adidas and Puma at the Olympics and the shoe was called the Dazzler's Brothers Original Track. Dazzler's Brothers Original Track. That's what it was called. Fair. Um, and uh, the story was they didn't actually want him to wear it because of the times. They didn't want Jews or blacks to wear their tr- their shoe <laughs> because of it was a Nazi Germany. But the man actually wanted to get, they had to get him the shoe through his coach. And then they managed to get him the shoe, and obviously he's won the four gold medals with that shoe on. Mm-hmm. And that's that's iconic, and it's kind of changed the game of what Adidas were. Obviously, they were they're a German brand, but that kind of pushed them more to the forefront because you had the fastest man in the world, and probably the most fa- one of the most famous men in the world at that time wearing yeah. their shoe. And um, it 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 just cultivated change. Yeah, cultivated change, and someone doing something like that with someone's shoe that they don't want you to wear. How iconic that is kind of like is for me one of the most iconic kind of shoe deals or one of the most iconic things you can see because it wasn't meant to happen mm-hmm. and it kind of means more it, it might not have been worth money but it meant more to, oh yeah, yeah. It, definitely it, it meant, especially then yeah it yeah. meant more to the world to see someone okay cool he's wearing that shoe yeah it's about the statement yeah 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 statement over money yes so um jesse owens definitely um and then another one, um, Cheryl Swoops, um, who is a WNBA basketball player. She was the first female athlete to have her own signature NBA sneaker. Named up Cheryl. Big up Cheryl Swoops. Um, History maker right there. No, for yeah. real. And uh, her, her trainer was called the Nike Air Swoop. Fair. So Nike have been on this trying to cultivate change and Nike have been that brand. Yeah. So big up Nike for that. Also, and um, that Nike do some sick things when athletes hit like major accom- mm-hmm. accomplishments, or like they done it for la- beginning of this week uh, or end of last week. Um, the most winningest, I hate that word, it's winningest coach is such an American, American thing. Yeah. Um, winningest coach in basketball, um, mm. but it's a, I believe it's a college, a women's bo- college. Basketball coach, she's overtaken 
what's the Coach K's wins? Okay, nice. Um, and they presented her with like a like a bomber jacket, mm. but like all the stripes. You know, like when you one, Win. two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah but across the jacket, it was like, I, I saw it on tour the other day. I was like, it's mm. actually quite odd. And they yeah. always do those kind of stuff, like or little adverts or little yeah. something when someone hits a milestone for them. Yeah, Nike are good at Nike are good at doing those sort of things. And then obviously we got, I spoke about Venus Williams before with the Reebok deal. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like that was, she obviously, um, she was 20 years old when she signed a five-year, $12 million contract. This was back in 2000, so that was... Yeah, yeah. That's money. You think about 12 million, that's basically 120 million. Money. Um, <laughs> uh, so, and that was in the time when she was on a 35-match win streak, and that included winning the Wimbledon, US Open, and the Olympics all in the same year. So that's just iconic in terms of what she did in those shoes mm-hmm. um and yeah just for the woman out there basically like she's just an inspiration yeah, for them definitely then um, her sister just took it so yeah another next level, level yeah. Man. serena <laughs> took it and yeah she's ran with it ran with it one of the greatest athletes of all time bro. yeah easily um and to end i'll just do the most the top two iconic ones um for well for what well, in the world i'd say so the second, number two, would be the Converse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the Converse had obviously... Um, they had w- the early show, showman basketballers. Yep. Julius. Yeah, they, they had all of them. Well, yeah. Dr. J, Dr. J mm. Magic. They had Larry Bird. They, had, they literally had everyone in the, from like the 70s to the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of where everyone wanted to be. Yeah. And that was obviously now they've branched out and they got Shy Gil, just Alexander, and I feel like he fits their brand perfectly in, t- in terms of what they're trying to do. That was after a long hiatus, though. Mm-hmm. But listen, big up them because I remember they had you know those usual Converse that we all used to have, yeah. And there used to be a period of time here where we all used to wear them. Oh, 100%. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Used to get them from America. The ones that always got them from America were always the sick ones. Mm. But it, it's mad, yeah, because I remember when I first started wearing Converse, I'd be like, how did these men actually play basketball? I, I've never found Converse They're com- not comfortable. Com- <laughs> like, yeah, the, never at all. I, I don't find It was more of like either. a fashion they, statement. They look nice. I was dreams. like, oh, cool, I have to feel pain to look good, but I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. was like, bro, how did these men actually going up and down the court? Because mm. that's what they were actually wearing, isn't it? So yeah. I was like, this, yeah. Um, which which then ties into with the most iconic shoe deal, or the sh- well, the most iconic shoe deal ever, which everyone's gonna know. Yeah, Jordan brand. Yes, and then Converse tried to get MJ. It was yes. between Converse, Adidas, and Nike. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the way it worked was obviously at the end of the day, Jordan's mum. Yeah, yeah. Kind of secured the deal with saying that Jordan Michael Jordan is gonna get royalties off of. The shoes mm-hmm. because obviously they didn't Nike didn't feel like they were going to sell that many yeah until they realized who they signed mm. and they realized how much money they're now paying him and each there wasn't, year. there wasn't even in basketball at that point no not at all so yeah yeah what and, a story and he kind of was the one that took Nike from a running brand because they were just a running brand they're an athletics brand really, yeah to what they are now mm-hmm so he kind of he's the most iconic shoe deal, or the most he's a he's probably the most iconic brand in sports, without a doubt. Like what he's done, his shoe deal is number one. Yeah, in the far in history. Yeah, clear. <laughs> no one's touching it in history. No one, no one can ever touch that. because yeah. like like you said, it, it probably most likely opened the door for other sports. Oh, 100 percent for the way Nike ventured in other sports mm-hmm. and 
stuff. So yeah, and the fact that he's got his own brand under Nike, I'm like, yeah, and bro. you don't even think of when you think of Jordan, you think that's Michael Jordan. Yeah, you don't and think Nike, Nike like that. No, you don't think of Nike. You think that's Michael Jordan. Yeah, some people they they might not even know it's under Nike. No. <laughs> You wouldn't. And you see people now signing to the Jordan brand. Brand, exactly, yeah. So, and they got a lot of great players. They got yeah, Luka Doncic. They've got Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Mate, even they got Zion Williamson. Even a team PSG, bruv. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the yeah, those ended next year, I believe. But even then, it's like... They had some good kits, man. Yeah. Because mm. I think they opened up... Was it in New York? I might be wrong. I feel like it was somewhere in America. One or two places. The Jordan store. Yeah, they... France, Paris. They, the mass, the mad, the mad thing one. Was it a Jordan store in Paris? Yeah, there's a mad, there's a mad one in in France. It's open recently. No, but I feel um not Jordan store. Sorry, um in somewhere in America, it might be New York or somewhere. They've opened up like an actual PhD store. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> just PhD. And I remember seeing that's it. A serious I'll one. find it for you lot, um after this or at some point. But I was like, bro, that's that's nuts. Like, mm. obviously, like. I was like, if it's a football team, it's more likely to be an English Premier League team that you'll do that if it's overseas yeah. like that. But I was like, bro, that's because of the Jordan brand. They can do that. Do you know 100%. what I mean? So, yeah, so that that's that's kind of what the iconic shoe deals in sports have done, and what you can see they've they've done. Obviously, another one would be another uh, big one would have been Tiger Woods, and he's recently left Nike. Yeah, which right. was a bit somewhat surprised. Yeah, left like two weeks ago. So and. Um, he signed a massive deal. Obviously, he was the cover of all the PGA Tour golf games. He yeah. was, he was using their equipment. He was, he's been Nike of golf. Obviously, mm-hmm. now it's Rory McIlroy. Even so, even through all the little madnesses he's had, he's always been with Nike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one dropped. I no mean, really others dropped him. him. Nike didn't. No. So, <laughs> so, yeah, but um, that that's kind of sums up like the iconic shoe deals in sports and what they kind of mean to the world and what how they've changed the world in terms of. The sports world, anyway. Fair, fair. So yeah, man, that was that was actually pretty good because obviously I knew we were going to talk up, but I was like, "You do your thing with that yeah. one." But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that was good, man. Uh, cool. Well, obviously we mentioned we've mentioned multiple NBA players, mm. <laughs> so <laughs> we might as well stick to NBA. And That's to be right. fair, there's been <laughs> things over the last couple of days. Um, which one do we want to kick off with? Let's start off with the Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Very to interesting. To say the least. <laughs> um, what's, what's your thoughts on that one, though? So the Bucks have sacked their head coach. Uh, and I, I believe their record is 30 and 13. 13 and yeah. they're the second seed in the East, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Which third best record overall in the NBA. Um, I, initially, when I saw it, I was like, we didn't even discuss it prior. Mm. Um, I was just like, I remember tweeting saying, yo, what the fuck? Like, my, yeah. my language. Um, like, first time head coach. What is, I said, it's either coming from the stars. Yep. Or I can't remember what my other half of my team was, but I was like, yeah. The, it, the initial news just was like, yo. Mm. <laughs> Get me? Yeah. Um, but... Um, going back, obviously, it rarely happens, but the Cavs did it with David Blatt. Yes, and the Cavs were thirty and eleven mm-hmm. then, and they were like, "Right, it's, gotta go." Like, because even in the Bucks games, the ones that I've watched and stuff, and just even reading stuff or going back, they're not 
it's like they're scraping through so many games. Yeah, they're not like, winning convincingly for yeah, their team they have. Defensively, they're not solid like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, losing Drew Holiday is a big thing, isn't it? You mm-hmm. get me? You can and, see that. And we did state that. And I'm like, bro, like, if you're going to blame it on the coach like that, it's also the personnel that's around. He didn't build the team. Nope. <laughs> that team was built before he got there. So... And then supposedly, I think I was reading last night that he's, he's a first-year coach, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, fell out with Giannis. all the players. They've just stopped listening to him, kind mm-hmm. of flex. And I was yeah. like, maybe that's why they're winning the way they are. They're just doing their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it. I feel like um, I've I've watched a few things today and heard what people have had to say, um, but it, it was a, uh, for me. It's an odd decision just because of the hiring that they've made. <laughs> that's that's why it's the most odd decision. No, for me. I said clutching. Yeah, this guy's clutching to that <laughs> ring that he got. <laughs> Doc Rivers. <laughs> that's that's why it's it's not because it's, it's so odd. But I've, they said in the next twenty four hours it's gonna be. An I odd. saw it before we started recording. Um, but it's just it's just if you're if you're if you're firing, I understand that the team may not be playing or may not be listening to him. But he, he's a first year head coach, so in some ways he's got to stamp his authority. He's got to come in and do something different. On Sorry, on Doc. <laughs> I, wrote, I sent this to myself last night. I was like, <laughs> to say to you today. <laughs> Doc served as an informal consultant to Adrian Griffin that was just sacked. <laughs> What's going on in the Bucks in the Milwaukee? So, like, and obviously Sham said today that I have Doc's, a theory, Doc's agreed to do, blah, 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 etc. But I'm like, bro, like, how are you choosing a man that's been a consultant, formal or informal, to the guy that you've just had? It's kind of like mm. a snake, man. It's like, basically, yeah. Doc might have just said, yo, do this, but it's not the right thing. Yeah. It's either Griffin done one or two things. You have done an email you doka. Bro, that's, that was my tweet. I think I said he's either oh, done something it? behind the scenes or... The stars said, "Get him out." Or oh, the players they had they had a meeting I, anyway. I, I they had a players meeting. Email, mm. but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they, had a, they had a players meeting. I thought this guy got to go, man. He's just a waste, man. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's a lot. I think it's <laughs> I think it's the second one because I don't see him doing an email doka. Don't know. But you don't know. Obviously, you don't. They know. might just be keeping on a hush hush this time, learning from past mistakes. Yeah. It is true, but. I like don't it, see even it being that, that one shouldn't have come out the way it yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't. I, I got my own thoughts on that yeah. one. But that's that's for another day. But I don't, I don't see it being that. I feel like I feel like Yanis has got a lot to do with it. Because mm. I feel like if he is not happy, nothing is going to yeah, run. Of in course, that, in Milwaukee small market. You have to make that guy happy. Yeah, as happy as possible. Bro. So I feel like he wasn't happy with what was going on. Um, I don't think the team's running as fluid as they should be running. Um, mm. I heard some. Uh, obviously, some uh, one of the assistant coaches came from uh, Portland with Dame and fell out with the coach in training camp, Adrian Griffin in training camp. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. um, because of how he was trying to stamp his authority and things. So I feel like from there they got. I don't think they got off on the best foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's kind of carried over, and now it's like you know what? I understand we're thirty and thirteen, but. If we really want to win a title, are we going to win a title the way we're playing right now? Yeah. No. Do I think they're going to win a title with Doc Rivers? No. No. But <laughs> even though he's an NBA champion, no. Yeah. But we've seen him recent years. So Doc Rivers has had Doc Rivers has had literally half. He had Lob City. Failed. He had, had Joel Embiid. Failed. He had Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, KG, 
won one title. Hall of Famers, man. Yes. Ronda, Rajon Rondo as well, sorry. I didn't yeah. I forgot to include him. But he had what and he won one title. But the Cavs were in their way though, so I can't understand that. Well nah, because the Cavs were No, no, no. There wasn't actually. Nah. There wasn't. They were the young Cavs. Mm. Kobe Bryant was still the best player in the league them times. Yeah. But still to the still to that point, you with that team, you need to be able to win more than one title. You've gone to so many places and have failed and now you're gonna get another job. It's so confusing. But that's a story for another day, as anyway, Doc Rivers. But the decision on the coach, I don't agree with the sacking, but I don't personally know what's going on. Yeah. But yeah. 30 and 13, I feel like winning cures all in the NBA or in, in sports anyway, if you're winning. Yeah, 30. I mean, if 30 they, and 13 will just make you look deeper into what's going on. Mm. Obviously, if they go on to win the chip, then it's a good the decision. rest is history. Yeah. Like, no one's going to say anything. Like the Cavs, David Black went. Just and a to big be fair, if, Even man. when the, Lake, the Lakers, the Cavs were winning games then, I, I was like, he ain't, it's nothing special. You could yeah. probably see LeBron was fed up. Yeah. Tyron Lue comes in and they win the chip that yeah. exact same season. So yeah. if it works out, everyone will say, him. Yes. Get me. But right now, it just seems way too fugazi. Um, Very fugazi. Such a time to do it as well. It's like... Middle of the season. To break and yeah. Nah, to be fair, I feel like if you're going to do something like that, do it now. In it. So I'm not, I, I weren't fully against it. I just want to know the actual reason. Which we're never probably going to Yeah, get. which we're not. But I think I remember seeing like um, JJ Reddick sp- spoke about on his podcast today. I've not watched it, but just seen a quote and he was like, this is effing insane <laughs> and stuff like that. So where that just goes on to, I think it's more so as well, like the Doc Rivers hire, like... That's what's on, not man. serious, man. For... Give Mark, Mark Jackson, Jackson a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Give Mark Jackson a chance, like, man. Bro, but it seems he's been blackballed. Yeah. Um, give Van Gundy a chance. Just give someone. Doc Rivers can't keep doing this. Like, bro. Don't want to see him. No Are you a Milwaukee fan? Are you a Bucks fan? No. Just oh, a okay. Giannis fan. Yeah. Oh, it's the Nudge thing. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of a Bucks fan. No, just no. just a Giannis fan. Yeah, but that, fan. yeah, but it's like you're well, a LeBron fan. Yeah, yeah. So you're a fan of the team when they're there. No, but so they're just with harder more than Giannis, and it's funny because they both don't like each other. <laughs> so you're a Clippers fan more than? <clears throat> yeah, I'll say I, I watched I watched their games more than Milwaukee games. Yeah, I, I understand that. I can't watch the the Bucks play anyway. I don't like because their style of basketball. Their the style this season's that, not good. Yeah, I've watched games and I've not been happy that yeah. I've watched it. I don't like watching the Bucks play. No, big man thing. Ah, like, uh, you watch, you thinking, bro, this eye saw. Yeah, it's like watching Burnley play in the Prem. No so, disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> or just a good team that is like, ah, uh, they're good, but that's it. Because yeah. I mean, that goes back to the coach. It might have been a real coaching issue. Because mm. like last season or seasons before, even Budenholzer, even though people might have said he's not a great coach, like because they had a clear identity. Yeah, like I'll, I'll understand it and I'll yeah. be like, okay, cool. This is why it's working for mm. them, like on their defense, etc. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And all that jazz. So yeah, um, don't know. If we'll see. We'll see if that works out. And when Doc Rivers gets hired, well, I believe he has been. But uh, moving on to a more positive note, Doc Rivers. Uh, Joel Embiid, who we mentioned early on, um, who what? had a historic night of seventy points. If he stayed in the game, could have potentially had ninety. <laughs> if he. <laughs> Because when Walt had 100 points, apparently Walt played every single minute. Yeah. So, and Joel mm. Embiid done it, I think, in 37 minutes. Yeah. The 70 points. Listen, yeah. Wemby was getting cooked. 
He was, and he ended up with thirty. He actually had a good game. He had thirty-three or something. <laughs> he like had thirty-three, that. which is so mad. You see, you see when you have His thirty-three, fully cancelled. But you're, <laughs> but you're up as seventy. It's rubbed out, man. It is. You're right. You're right. You know. You know that Adrian Broner thing. I'm getting crooked. But what a night! What a night! Mate, and seventy points. Um. No, sorry. Continue on that. I was gonna. No. I'll say something after. Yeah, seventy points. He's trying to. He's. I don't, he's going for MVP, but I want to see this Joel Embiid in the playoffs. That, that's that's what literally it. That's what because for me, he's at this rate, he's more or less. Um, back-to-back MVP um, mm-hmm. as long as he continues and plays stays the, healthy yeah, yeah plays games. the six, is it 65 yeah 65 yeah. games because he missed quite, not quite a few games but he missed a few and I'm like other people will give that leeway but if he has that pattern across the season then you'll yeah. be like okay cool um, but I believe he's the fourth person in NBA history to be averaging 35 plus points yes yeah, so only MJ Kobe James Harden, Harden. and now Embiid. And even listening to Nick Wright, whatever day it was on First Things First, um, Embiid's averaging more points per minute than Wilt did in Wilt's season where he averaged 50. My goodness. Because Wilt played every every minute minute of every game. Um, Whereas Embiid's only averaging like 30-something minutes. Um, So he's averaging point-wise per that minute have a half a point more than Wilt did that season. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's doing things this season. I was like, I was like, that's a stat that I don't even know. But you know what? I I like the sound of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You see those sports here, yeah, they love to bring out stats here yeah, that you haven't even thought of just to support a narrative. I feel like that's American analysts in general. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. They like to do it quite they a bit. They go into more detail with stuff like that. But I was time. like, yeah. Because that's when when earlier you mentioned about Jokic being the best player. It's like now people are saying Embiid is, do you yeah. know what I mean? But at the same it, time, postseason. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's conversation though. It's a yeah. definitely a conversation. Embiid is playing like the best player in the NBA right and now. And he cooked Jokic last week or the week before. Yeah, he did. He did. So he just needs to do it when it counts. Well, he's he's not going to get there because they're on opposite sides in it. So yeah, but you need to get there. You need yeah. to get to the finals, and yeah. then whoever you're playing against, you're playing they against. match up. He has to go through Boston. It seems like. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I still think a team from the East is gonna win the win the chip. Win it this year. The East have been getting cooked for the last God knows how many years. Yeah, now. but at the same time, we can never count out. Even though I had somehow had the Lakers getting to the final, mm. I don't think that's happening. With but that coach, um, you need to you need to do what the Bucks have done and get Darvin out <laughs> the building. I've been saying, oh, I think it's because you're not on Twitter like that, yeah, bro. Maybe. I've been saying get Darvin Ham out, and uh, like needs to be I'm, out I'm with Laker Nation, <laughs> so I'm up late nights. <laughs> I follow a couple Lakers pages. I'm like, bro, he needs to go. Just walking around with his hand in his yeah. pocket, you're pissing man off, bro. I'm seeing LeBron sub himself out of the games. Like, I don't know what's going on down, there, yeah, down in um, LA. Um, on that same night, Cat had 62 points, Carl Anthony Towns, um, which is phenomenal in itself, but in a losing effort. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, you don't just start laughing. Uh, cat, cats are funny, man, when you say this, but yeah, I mean, 62 points, not a lot of players get to six, to that landmark. I, I reckon having a, like, chat to him would be so funny, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I can't come on the podcast, man. Come to the UK and let, let, oh, fly us out. Um, I'm still laughing. I just think it will be so funny. Oh, in man. a losing effort to the Hornets, who just traded Terry Rozier. Yeah, they did. Um, for Kyle Lowry. And then Schlack, bro. Why? He had 
I don't really understand that dream. Well, you're saying that they sat him out the final few minutes. Yeah, sat him out for like the far, like for last three minutes because he was he was chasing points and he weren't playing defense. Uh, but the team weren't playing defense. Let me be honest, the team weren't playing defense at all. And that's weird from the Timberwolves. Yeah, because they're the number one and ranked team in the West. Because the coach went off after the game. They asked him a question and he said a terrible defensive effort. Yeah. Don't know what we we're doing, but I feel like he sat him because he was chasing the seventy points. Or he was he was just chasing points. You get what? Yeah, yeah. And at that point, sometimes he gets to the point where you're shooting your team out of the game. He had like seven turnovers when I looked at the stats. Yeah. So but you're shoot. He had a great first <coughs> half. That's like point guards. Yeah. Numbers. Yeah. But he had a great first half. But, but his then, second half crazy high. His second half yeah, wasn't as good. High, yeah. So he kind of cooled off. But, but um, even but I was seeing from three. I think he shot ten of t- ten, ten of fourteen. Yeah. Or, yeah that's yeah. insane for anyone in general, but yeah, for a big, big man, man, that is yeah. crazy good. Do you know when they said big men, uh, they said a few years ago, it said now it was a guards league. Mm. Boy, the big men have come back in a big, Bro, big it, way. It's, it's, it's shown it's the, even it's when, shift, isn't it? yeah. when there's NBA champions, it, it always comes back and yeah. kind of shows itself out that it's not yeah. really a guards league. It, Steph, Steph, Steph made it, anomaly, yeah, Steph made it a guards league for the eight years where him and, Le- well, I say eight years, about five, six years where him and LeBron but were going back and forth. For that, guards rarely lead their teams to yeah. championships. It's, it's true. It's hard. <laughs> it is. It is, because you haven't seen it really in the past. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Exactly. So Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's actually a rarity. Yeah. But even then, MJ Kobe. was like a bigger guard. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? six, Kobe, six. they're like yeah. small. But, yeah. but no point guards really yeah. lead their teams to championships. You see, you can see like in Houston with the, um, when obviously CP3 and Harden were there, how difficult it was to just win. Yeah, win the championship well, anyway. Wow. The, per- the person the opposite though. was was mad, fam. It was Steph and KD. Yeah, yeah, it was the Warriors, bro. Yeah, <laughs> so. it was. So yeah, that, that's the interesting thing in the NBA, to be so. Fair. And obviously, both Embiid and Cat done it on the same night, and it just happened to be on the anniversary of the night Kobe hit eighty one. Yes. Well. So apparently, <laughs> over the last couple of years, um, that night is always a special night in the NBA scoring mm. wise. So is that the night where Donovan had seventy last time? Um, potentially. Yeah. Um, because he his was seventy one last yeah. season, yeah. And then obviously Lillard had seventy as well, didn't he? He, didn't, he was in the seventies. Yeah, yes. There's yes. been a lot of those, massive those nights. career highs are crazy. Yeah, be a lot of massive points, nights. Man. But I feel like a lot of the players, personally, I feel like a lot of players could put up these numbers. Like I feel like Steph could do it one night if he just said, you know, I'm not passing the ball to no one. But I feel like with a shooter, it's it's how like hot that, you get. Tiring, yeah. man. That too. Uh, you gotta bro. put up forty plus shots. Yeah, it's nuts, man. But and to be credit to MB, well, like MB shot twenty free throws. I swear. Yeah, yeah. but tw- twenty. Yeah, he gets to the line a lot though. And then most yeah, of does. his was dunks and mm. uh, mid range. Like for a big guy, his mid range is a joke. His yeah, his, so his everything it's is a joke. joke. Like, yeah. for a big man, for a basketball player, he's a three threes or something yeah. like that. So he's special though. And then on. Another mid-range specialist, one of the best ever, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God! Did you see in his presser? Like they told him about Cat sixty-two, mm. and then Embiid seventy, and he goes seventy. Oh, so like, it was like it's like meme worthy. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like KD had like forty-four or forty-three yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. I think he's had like back-to-back games with forty plus. Yep. Um, sorry, quickly on Embiid, he's. 21 straight games I believe of 30 plus points yeah he's, he's ridiculous he's on a he's on a tear that we haven't seen before he's a, yeah. yeah he's on a mission I feel like that's I like, like that James Harden tear that yeah. he was on but yeah um, KD 
um, Kevin saying Durant. on whatever interview, etc., that he should be in the GOAT conversation. Um, mm. Or why isn't he in the GOAT conversation? Um, he says he's done... Enough to be in it. Yeah, basically, along those lines. Um, mm. And Schlack, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. I've got, how many people are actually in the GOAT conversation? For me, it's only... That three? Yeah. Three or two. So... If the if there's three in a goat conversation in the NBA, who do we have? Michael Jordan. Yep. LeBron. LeBron. James. Yep. Who's our third? The third Kobe. always chops and changes. Nah, I think for the older generation is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. For us, it might be Kobe. You'll have a. There's. I feel like there's Magic. a lot. People love Kobe so much. He's their favorite player. Yeah. That they put him to that level. Okay. But I don't think they're honest with themselves. Right. 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 There's only a but few. That he has got the champion. He has got. No, he has. He has. I, I, but, I could put. You could put Steph there. I won't say that. And then you got magic. Go, because. Yeah. yeah, you do, you do. So. That, so you, only really two then. That's the thing. I feel like for Kevin Durant, you have to. Consistently, yeah. Top te- you have to get in the top 10 alone before you can be in the GOAT conversation. He's, yeah, I guess he's just creating headlines, though. But I'll be honest, how, how many men. If there's not if there's only three men in the GOAT conversation and one of them is playing, LeBron, and one of them. Michael like, Jordan we, is we know he's not better than LeBron. So. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's why you can't be in a goat conversation because if you're not better than the best player that's playing right now, it's yeah, difficult it. to not the best player, but the best player that's played in this generation. Yeah, yeah. Then what do you? How can you be in that conversation? Yeah, I probably got to listen to what he was saying, but I, I'm, I I'm actually going to go back and watch it. But I've seen like a lot of people's responses or his quote to it and stuff, and then I've always, obviously. KD fans will pop up on my timeline and defend him in any type of way. I'm like, bro, he's the one that made the statement. So yeah. people are allowed to push back. <laughs> what I do get though is if he said, not the GOAT conversation, one of the best basketball players of all time, instead of being, as we differentiated earlier with the Djokovic and Federer, right, if then, he said, of course he will yeah, be in that If he said, I'm one of the best basketball players of all time, I'll say, hands down, you're probably top five. Yeah. Hands down, you're probably top five. Of course. Talent, I might even say you're top three. Talent-wise, skill set, everything. Because yeah. it was even on Gilbert Arenas's yeah show or something. Mm-hmm. I saw the clip of him saying KD's more skilled than LeBron, but he mm-hmm. said he's he's not a better player. He yeah, said he's more skilled. And I was like, fair, you can have that. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. But um, because even like even if people KD is people's coach, whatever it is, what it is. But in this generation alone, KD, Steph, Steph, KD, yeah. Like and yep. because Steph won that championship without him, without him, he's won twice without him, innit? So, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, the one he's won. Where now he's MVP. finally getting because the finals MVP yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it's like, bro, like Steph just just about broke into people's top tens, etc. Yeah. Um, recently, recently KD, after four titles, yeah, KD's on the. He he's always been given leeway because he's so skilled. Yeah, I won't say leeway because if you want to argue it, it's fair in it, but. It's like, bro, if 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 the conversation is about him breaking into the top ten, how how is it just going to escalate? Obviously, him himself. Yeah. He if he sees himself as that, you that's can't, you can't say that's, against that. Anyway. That's great if he does, but so, go. Nah, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't say that. I, I I feel like he. I feel like he's trying to say he's one of the best basketball players of all time. And I, if you're saying that, bro, I agree with you 100. percent You are one of the best basketball players of all time. I'm saying yeah, top course, five course, basketball players, skill wise, you are there. But goat is a different discussion. It's the greatest of all time. It's what you've done. It's it's everything. Mm-hmm. It's not just your performance. It's everything holistically. Like yeah, everything. Literally, 
Like the reason why Michael Jordan is most people's goat is because he's six for six in the NBA finals. It's what he's done. It's his brand. It's his aura. It's how he carried himself. He's it's the most fed player in the game. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's literally the killer instinct. It's what he did. It's everything about him. The reason why LeBron James is in that conversation is everything about him and more. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. You aren't, you're, you're the man that says, I just want to play basketball and chill. If you just want to play basketball and chill, what's the problem? You don't, you don't really want to be in these conversations. No, yeah. you don't. You don't need to. Be. You don't have that killer instinct either. Right? Don't need with, to be with those type of sport, like as NBA especially. The leadership aspect plays a big role. Hundred percent. Like as much as people don't want to say, it, like it does in the sense that when a lot of basketball players say, "I just want to hoop," mm -hmm. it's like, bro, if you're at that level as well, your your whole you don't have to be leadership by crazy vocal on or everything, mm -hmm. but it's just how the whole presentation everything the aura mm -hmm. everything because you can imagine mj just even watching back old docs he doesn't seem as like he was crazy vocal but everyone knew respected it, him. yeah when when it's time to him mm -hmm. to shut shit down or etc blah, yeah. blah 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 or lads we're gonna do this just True. paraphrasing all that jazz how it goes lebron you've seen how he leads teams yeah everywhere <laughs> he goes everywhere wins. he goes but you might not like it but he's got yeah, so much have, people paid. Yeah. It, man. He's got so much people paid one. Yep. <laughs> he knows how to control organizations in terms of <laughs> coaches or not. Yep. And LeBron's always been like, in terms of like the greatest players of all time, he's been the least fortunate and he's never really had a great coach. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> obviously the others have had Phil All Jackson. the others have, yeah. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has been a great coach, like what he's done in the past. Exactly. And teams have always been set up to supersede him or to try and beat him yeah, yeah. everything set up to beat him to beat him yeah, yeah. so it's like bro and kd's kind of moved around too much it's like you're going to find the next super team that's yeah. what it feels like it's like the only the, and that that will question or, leadership that's or you're thing. just going in terms of ah oh, it's I'm getting not happy hard. Here. yeah, it's, yeah. Hard. it's too hard here it's let me get a quick fix etc yeah. obviously not saying because He's been unlucky in terms of what's happened with his teammates. Of course. And injuries. Like, yeah, of course. A lot of that, I've understood that whole argument, that side of it, innit? But yeah, he, he was like, one toe away from the from being in the finals again. Yeah. like, bro, like, a lot of the decisions as well, you've made. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. not so, been... You can't yeah. blame no one for No that one, one told you to go to the Nets. Like, no, you could have been a warrior still, you know? <laughs> so, could have been winning championships still to this day. Mate. <laughs> then we might have included you in the GOAT conversation because we could be six for six, bro, seven for seven. We'd have been, woo! I would have probably stopped watching one. <laughs> yeah, we'd have, I'd have been yeah, sitting here been, every week and I already stopped. It weren't part of the scripts. It weren't part of the scripts. Oh, but, but who would have thought he'd end up in Phoenix? But even like when he requests trade, it's like you're requesting a trade to someone that's already got these mad superstars. So yeah. it's like, bro. But as I said before, you're one of the best basketball players ever. Yeah, but 100%. You're not. You, uh, there's a reason why you're not in the GOAT conversation. It's just because you just want to hoop. And I respect it. Yeah, do your thing, bro. Yeah, respect it. But, but I feel team. like the goat comes with more. Yeah, I, with me because that—that's the one good other good thing I like about KD. Like people think, oh, he's very sensitive, which he 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 can come across as very sensitive and stuff. But he actually engages back. Mm. He doesn't mind having these conversations. Yeah, I, li yeah. I like that about. Him, I, and yeah. I do like that about him because it showed during the Warriors thing when everyone was chatting shit when he was there. When he got on the court, he shut shit down. 100%. 100%. Effectively let his basketball do the talking. Which, but, which, but, is a, which is what you need to do. But bro, he was like, boom. Like in terms of thick skin when he's playing, he's got one he's of the quite, thickest skins I've seen as an athlete. Yeah. But off the court, 
you can argue that it's, it's finished. Opposite. Yeah, yeah it's, it's odd. It's it's a mad comparison. It's a mad <laughs> transition. <laughs> but I just like the fact that he comes across as a very normal person. As oh, well. he's real. He's real. <laughs> yeah. He's it's as real as it gets. I just feel like he's very normal. The yeah. whole, the yeah. whole. I've never had a burner account, but the burner account it's experience. Something that like normal people, people would do. Like, yeah, it's a normal thing. The way he dresses, like he rolls up in trackies. Yeah, bro. He's not. He's nothing. He's. He's just one. He's a brother. He's just he's one of them. Bra- yeah, he's chilling. Yeah, he's like, bro, I chilled the man. Yeah. Just, just be on his phone. Yeah. Be on Twitter. Yeah, I might say it's like a mad man. Not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, I got time today. Let me start a debate. Boom. Yeah. And then or whatever's on my mind. So I've I've always loved that about KD in it in that sense. So even KD. if he, like I say, he might come across sensitive. I've said it in the past. He previously might have been, but don't care at the same time. Yeah, it's true. As long as you back it up on the court, That's who am I to do. say anything, bruv? Trust me. <laughs> but KD, if you got time, check out Three Different Lens podcast. Come yes. on. Come on down. On yeah, listen, that'll be, that'll be a monumental yeah. show. Oh. When you're in London, hit us up. Mate, I'll call you the goat forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, man. But yeah, man. But yeah, um, I'd say speaking of goats, but you know, potential goats to be, mm. I, I guess we can... Lead into the NFL. Um, yes, rubbish, man. And <laughs> that's a rubbish. Man. Uh, we'll start off with the first <laughs> divisional game that was the Texans at the Ravens. Yep. I was going to say at the Jackson because <laughs> yeah. of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, basically. Um, and Lamar second half especially just played at a supremely high level. Yep. You see the way he runs, yeah. Sometimes you think that this guy's not even running full speed, but he's just passing people. Mm. Just gliding past he's like all of them. Shadow from Sonic and Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just and he's just moving in and out of them. Then he'll just stop on a dime, then yeah. move forward again. Yeah, he make he makes he makes elite athletes look like children. Yeah, yeah. Which is mad. He just makes it look so easy. Even, I can't remember what else I was watching when they put up the high school clip where he does mm-hmm. he stops at the line and the just guy walks over walks through it bro he's actually doing that in the NFL he's bro he actually he, he makes elite athletes look like kids it doesn't make sense what he's doing yeah the way he's been throwing the ball as well is bro Mate, Lamar Lamar's playing at a supremely high level we've given him bare flowers I was gonna say enough but it should never stop in that sense um, he's really and on he's a won a big playoff Listen, game go Ravens man in fantastic fashion. <laughs> we all know why they'd say that. But uh, yeah, but obviously CJ Shard had a hell of a season. The Houston Texans did in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Supremely overachieved. They should be proud of themselves. 100%. For that. Yeah. Got, they've got a lot to build on with coach and quarterback oh, and yeah. a bit of the roster. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of players that are free agents from what I saw. But even then, people it's, an, it's always been an attractive destination because Houston. of the city. <laughs> As Jacobs previously said. Um, but now with like the team itself, like yeah. bro, like, and the division they're in, you always you you have a chance. That AFC South, obviously the AFC in general is just scary because all the, the top five quarterbacks yeah. are in, in that division mm-hmm. or that side of the. So um, and then the second game that night was the Niners versus the Packers. Was it that Saturday? Yeah. yeah, it was. Great game. That was um, great game. The Packers should have won. Oh man, they threw it away a number of times. They should have won <laughs> a number of times. Threw it away. Firstly, <sighs> can't believe Jordan loves. Firstly, their cornerbacks were thrown away by not catching the balls. Two pick two sixes. pick sixes. Brock Purdy threw them the ball. Two pick sixes that they took. Uh, to one of them miracles do happen. 
Savage took to the house <laughs> against week. the Cowboys in yeah. the exact same fashion he could have taken yeah. that to the house. Dropped. Um, yeah, like... I think they start thinking about what they're going to do before they catch it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a natural kind of instinct. You yeah. Get too excited, man. Yeah. Fucking their heads, man. You see the headline, innit? <laughs> um, but that was, a, that was a great game in terms of like mm. just the tightness. Like yeah. we said, that's why we love playoff football because oh. you really see who gets tight, who can overcome yeah. it. Um, and I think that's credit to Brock Purdy because he didn't have a good game. Not at all. But Not at all. he done it when it mattered. Yeah. He came through. He came through when it mattered. Um, but that, is, that shows the weapons they got because Christian McCaffrey kind of helped them. He was the consistent game. throughout yeah. the game, yeah. Um, obviously, Debo going out was a big loss for them. You can see how the game changed. Apparently, he did not train today either. I think he'll be there for the weekend, though. Yeah. I think they'll just do some, you know. They'll inject him. Yeah, you know yeah. the NFL way. And I think he'll be there for the weekend, which will be a big plus because I think they're going to need him. Mm. Because obviously, obviously, do you know what, though? I feel like the Detroit Lions have a chance, but the Packers were... Like, that was the best I've seen the Packers for yeah. a long time. Jordan Love was out there looking like Aaron Rodgers, really and truly. Yeah, the way he was throwing the ball yeah. as well, yeah. You saw his immaturity in the last interception because there was no reason to throw it. Just even, like, in the last quarter, quarter. kind of, yeah. yeah. You could see you could see he was getting tight. Like, he was like, oh, I need to win this game. I need to press. And it's like, you don't need to press. Yeah. Like, do what you've been doing the last three quarters and just win the game. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like for things like that, yeah, that's where home field advantage matters for... Because just say if the game was at Green Bay, you're not going to feel as much of the pressure right, as a young right, man. Right. Whereas, like, obviously, we're going to talk mm. about Mahomes coming up soon. I, I always said the road thing is not a problem for mm. me because he's Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's true. You play on the road and you play on the road in the season anyway. Yeah. And I just yeah. feel like when you're at a certain level, like at your supreme level, that shit like that is not going to phase you mm. at all. 100%. So, um, yeah, but yeah, that was a great game. Um, and then yeah. Lions, Bucks. Bucks, that was a good game. Yeah. That was a good Real game. good game. Um, the Bucks had chances to win that game. Yes, they did. They credit credit well. to them as well. They should be happy about where they came. 100%. Yeah. Considering their season, because Baker was just a trial and error kind of thing. The Mike Evans situation to start. They're way over cap space, so yeah. they couldn't really bring in players yep. and stuff like that. Um, they, so. they did a great job to get into where they got to. And it was a competitive game. Yeah, real competitive. At one point, I was thinking I was thinking they should have won it. They also, the coach made made a big error at the end. The going for two. Not not even going for two. Uh, the Lions made a mistake by taking a knee too early. They should have called a timeout and they yes. didn't call a timeout. Yes. And if they called a timeout, then you can drive down. You have 30, you had they 35, have more than 30 seconds. Yeah, you had yeah. 35 seconds to drive down the field. You uh, have time. Yeah, I definitely missed that part. Yeah, they didn't. Like, yeah. a lot of people missed that. The Bucks forgot that they had a timeout. Yeah. Just call the timeout there and you can drive down the field again. You have another opportunity. And you've seen, like, that's where Baker's one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah. When it comes in the clutch, Baker actually not always delivers, but he always gives his team a chance. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to drive a field at the end yep. of the game. So his um interception was just more unfortunate compared to Jordan Love's. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Love's was just a ridiculous decision. Cardinal Sin as a quarterback he made. But like bro. Baker's Baker's was it was a good play by the defensive. Yeah, no, very good. Yeah, um, it was a safety. Deron William. I don't know if that's his name. I can't even remember, but big up the Detroit Lions though. Yeah. Jared Goff. As yeah. long as he don't get pressured, he's he's, he's a clean yeah, quarterback. Clean quarterback. Um, and I think it's just massive for the city of Detroit in oh, general. You could see they, they ain't been in a in a in a divisional championship the game in like 
30 years. Yeah. Well, they hadn't won, years. They hadn't won a playoff game for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously winning the week before, but it's just... It's going to be an interesting game for them versus the Niners. Yeah. It's going to be... The only, different, the only difference, difference I'm going to see is the outside. The Lions are playing outside. They, yes. They play, they've been playing in the Dome the last two mm. games. They're playing um, outside. We don't know what the weather's going to be like. It was obviously raining when the Packers were playing the Niners. The weather might affect Brock Purdy. That's yeah, what, it, it, it could. That's yeah. so true. It could, but you know when you're outside, you've been in front of your home fans, yeah, you're yeah, going yeah, to definitely. San Francisco, who are, the, who are one of the top teams. It's probably going to be the best defense regard, other, other than the Ravens you've played this season. 100%. So, you know, it's going to be... And we saw what the Ravens done to them. Yeah, that's going to be a great game as well. Um, Sunday night's going to be interesting. Very. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the final game of the weekend... Uh, was yeah, so worth it being tired for on Monday because I was in work, but I was like, firm it. Uh, when, when, I, when I woke up, yeah, the first thing I done was looked at the score. I saw that we lost, yeah. I just bored up my fist. I just got out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you just talk about the two teams in particular? You talk about it. Man. No, 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 you can bring it up. I just need to sip my water calmly, please. Do you know what I mean? But you know what, yeah? Oh. This reminds me of... Oh, <laughs> man, even boy, I, you know? Sorry. Man, even boy, out, you know? Oh, man. Man has come with the Mahomes jersey. He was not messing around. Sorry, Dej, what were you saying? <laughs> Sorry, Dej, um, what were you saying, mate? Listen, just be happy that we woke up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what Josh Allen said. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a... Oh, man. It was it was a victory, let's just put it like that. Um... It was a very good game. Well, I'll say very good. It was a good game. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a good game. It was a good game. Um, and but it showed it showed us that um, like I was saying before, yeah. Any time we we play and we've been playing good, we just down tools when we shouldn't. Mm. Then we have we had chances to to win. We just didn't take them. Defense couldn't stop anyone now. Nah. But this is where. Again, we just showed our immaturity. Moments, those who need to make mo- things Big happen, plays. make plays when at those particular times. It's not like the ball. The ball was in Josh Allen's hand to win the game. Probably. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it, sh- it, it, had, sh- it, it should have. had three. His last, their last three drives were three down and outs. Yeah, three down and outs. But yeah, you know what? Yeah, I mean? We had like small opportunities to to <clears throat> to make big plays, but we just didn't make them, man. But that's been our story of this season, the whole season, anyway. Yeah, it so. is true. I don't, I don't know if you were guys. To be fair, I don't know if you guys were actually playing. If it was a because we at one point, well, Joe said at one point that you guys can make it to the playoffs if you go on a run. But we were never saying you guys were playing particularly well. Because even when they went on the run, they weren't playing well because they should have lost a few games in that run. But they yeah. just won the odd game that you should have lost. And I feel during that run, people were overhyping Josh Allen. Yeah, in that run because he was throwing for a load of touchdowns. But there was games he, 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 as well. he wasn't actually because game they, managing half the yeah, time. Yeah, and it showed in this game, mm-hmm. like it wasn't a typical Josh Allen game. No, 
Not he threw the ball 39 times and only threw for 180 odd yards. Yeah, he, like, he weren't taking shots. He was throwing check yeah, downs. Yeah, Everything is was what he doesn't down. usually Obviously, do. Obviously, the shots that he takes were either yeah. drop catches or like half chances, yeah. but it's like... No, he, had, he had that chance to Diggs that he yeah, yeah, dropped that, the ball. Yeah, yeah. Diggs probably right. should have caught that, but then the other one, like, it's like... I feel like... Your guys, your guys look, caught it at the right time. Who, MVS? Mm. Yeah, really? you guys, your receivers found their hands. But uh, they did in, in the Dolphins game. It was yeah. literally only Kelsey that dropped um, balls in the do- Dolphins yeah. game. Um, the, the man that you, you did expect catch to. balls in the playoffs. Yeah, they come they come prepared. I, but I said this to you guys when we were struggling in the season. I yeah. said, uh, just let us get to the playoffs. Just let us get... Yeah, still did, fuck you though, isn't it? Right. Right. But you know what? The, 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 I'll be honest. The, 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 <laughs> the Chiefs have been good. They've, they have been good. But I'm going to be honest with you. They came up against the Dolphins, who at that time were on the downwards course. We can be honest, but which, is fine. which they were on a downwards, they were on downward spiral. But still, the I don't even know where they finished in the AFC, like fifth or sixth in the end because they lost that game. Six. Yeah. So the Dolphins had the Dolphins could have changed yeah. their fortunes around, but the Dolphins are the Dolphins, so we expected that from they them. They should have won the division. Yeah, but. but we expected that from them. Then you go to the Bills. And I picked the Chiefs to beat the Bills because I didn't really believe in what the Bills were doing. Everyone's saying about Mahomes on the road, but it's Patrick Mahomes, one of the best players, the best player in the NFL. You get what I mean? So you're not going to really be able to get in his head, do things that... It's the road. He's playing football. He's been doing his whole life. He's yeah, on the road. It's not, it's, not, it's not and he can't handle exactly. as well. And Isn't, to be fair, the, the Chiefs seem to have our number in the playoffs anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's like when the... It's like when the Rockets used to play the Golden State Warriors, like, they used to beat Golden State used to beat us all the time oh you mm. just yeah you knew what was going to happen yeah I it mean, was like three years in a row it doesn't matter what stage in the playoffs it was they'll just beat us yeah yeah, they had your number I mean yeah. same thing with the Bills now like it's, it's their turn I mean mm. what can I say it's, it's, I, t- I said it I said no matter our situation just let us get in the playoffs I don't mind and obviously like it's still annoying though this one, yeah. the only reason why I somewhat, I won't even say over-celebrated this, but I was like, I was really happy with this win. It's because of all the, I feel like a lot of people have been trying to put Josh Allen at Mahomes' level for a while. Really? And he, bro, if you watch shows early this week, they said Josh Allen plays sensational. Oh yeah, they were set, yeah they were really bigging up Josh Allen's. And I'm like, and I was thinking, and a lot of people said he outplayed Mahomes and stuff like that. And I'm like, I was sitting there, bro. Thinking. How you can't outplay Mahomes? If, if you've done that, would have won. You can't outplay Mahomes and then lose. No, it's not even a lose. You had 37 minutes of the ball. The Chiefs yeah. had 23. Yeah, you, you had 180 game. throwing yards. Yeah, he had like 220 or whatever. Even he didn't throw more, but bro, the Chiefs. I think on all their drives, bar the nil downs, it was um, and uh, McCall Hardman turnover. It was all points. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-seven minutes of possession. Bro, you, you need to score more than you need to. You need to dominate the game. Yeah. I mean, because if, if the if the Ravens have thirty-seven minutes of possession, you're losing by about twenty. Bro, it's long. That that's, that's and the, usual, the thing you know. that that game just the reason why I was even happy with the way we won it. I wasn't happy with our defense getting run on, but it just meant okay, we can still adapt because that was like the old Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the first time our defense has been got at like that yeah, all yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, the old Chiefs, oh, I say old Chiefs, but the Chiefs a couple years ago, 
we were winning shootouts yeah. or we were winning games where we didn't really have the ball because yeah. we were just scoring quickly. Yeah, yeah, of and course. And it's like, okay, cool. I know we can we can still adapt if we need to. Yeah. And I feel like we've just adapted to a lot of situations, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Throughout the season. It's not gone great, but it's like, bro, you got you've got the greatest player of the generation. You can't count him out. Like he's he's nah. still he's he's just in his prime entering like Play, that, players like that just turn fortunes, man. Mates. So But they've got the real test coming up on Sunday. Yes, the, re- the when I say the real test, I've, I think this is the biggest test in Patrick Mahomes' career. Hundred yeah. percent. This is the best defense he's ever going to go up against. It's probably the best quarterback he's going to ever go up against. Best offense. Best offense as well. As well. Best as all round team. Best all round team he's ever going to face. And I feel like, you know what? Personally, I think it's Lamar's year. That's my. That's my. I've been it feels like it. Yeah. I've been saying that from way back. I said it's going to be. Is. I've been saying yeah, it's the San do, Francisco 49ers. <laughs> That's right. And it's going to be the um, Baltimore, Ravens. Baltimore Ravens in the play. If the Ravens win it, I'll, I'll To be get, fair, I'll I think I agreed jersey. when we've done yeah. our Super Bowl picks. Um, but I just said, as long, but I said, if we get to the AFC Championship game and everyone, this is the matchup everyone's wanted to see. Yeah, that's the only thing I wanted to see. Like, I didn't want to see, but I'll be honest, I didn't want to see Josh Allen versus Lamar because I knew the result. And the thing is like, <laughs> both teams have so far so good in terms of so much respect for each other mm-hmm. the Ravens don't really talk smack about opposition anyway no, don't need to because they just killed them anyway. everyone that <laughs> has spoke um, shit about the Chiefs mm-hmm. the Chiefs always finish them that next yep. game <laughs> yeah like Dion Dawkins did the for the, for the Bills he's the reason that Josh Allen didn't make that throw yeah got, then listen just be happy you woke up this morning <laughs> I think the Dolphins DB after they lost he goes I hope the Chiefs lose yeah, <laughs> like, see, bro, like, yeah you're doing too much bear man you've seen the Bengals speak on the Chiefs. Yeah, over that years. was e, that was Mr. Apple, bro. Um, because mm. even not even not even Eli Apple last year. Because I don't, was he there last year? No, even he, if, he was talking when he was there. Yeah, but last year they were speaking when they were calling Borrowhead. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's when the, Mahomes' dad was going yeah, back in. Yeah, schlag. my baby boy. Then um, like that. the mayor of Cincinnati saying yeah. Mahomes is Joe Burrow's son, and it's like, yeah. bro, schlack. Anyone, talk, the Ravens, I know one, they're not going to do it. And even if they did, they can probably back it up, innit? Mm-hmm. So I'm 100% more skeptical. I won't say fearful, but just skeptical of the outcome because the Ravens are rightfully favourites for so, me. So wait, oh, so they're favourites for you. But I'm still picking the Chiefs. He's I picking, have to. He's picking his team. I have to pick my team. So me and you are picking Ravens, yeah? Oh, yeah, but I was going Ravens to win it all from way back in the season. Yeah. I'm going Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. But for me, if, if we don't win, I really want Lamar to win it. I, I I'll be honest. I'm gonna. It might be a mad mad take, but I don't think I don't see the Chiefs scoring many points on the weekend. You know, I honestly don't see them putting up many points because the Ravens shut down. I know Mahomes is different, but the Ravens shut down everyone that comes in their building. When I say everyone, they shut down everybody. They didn't shut down Matt Stafford. Not really. He put up 31. He did. He did, but then if <laughs> they... Was it 31 or so? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was the worst defensive day. Yeah, he ain't around no more though, so... He, he no, no, but he said like, no they, one did. And I'm no, like, no yeah. but he was, that was their worst defensive day, to be honest. That was. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's their worst defensive day they had in the season. And if they have a bad defensive day, guess who comes to the party? The best player in the team. 
No, facts. But this week, that just went was our worst defensive day, the Bills game. Yeah, correct. I don't think the Chiefs have conceded more than 21 points before this weekend. But you guys, season. you also haven't won a game. This is the first game you've won when other team has scored more than 20. When they've scored, scored more, more than 21. They've scored, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Because the Ravens are first and most statistical defensive categories. Yeah. The Chiefs are second in mm-hmm. those Ravens ones that they're first. Yeah, my only difference between the two defenses is that obviously Ravens are first and most things. Chiefs are second and most things like I said but the Ravens get takeaways way more than the Chiefs mm. and I think I said that to you a couple of weeks ago yeah. I feel like that's the only been the only somewhat negative slight on the Chiefs defense they don't get enough takeaways they just freeing out they second in sacks yeah and like points all that jazz blah 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 but it's actual takeaways bruv yeah. like they're on the field much longer do you know what mm-hmm. I mean so you'll eventually tire out all that jazz that was my only fear with the Bills game is like we've, our defence has been on the field for time yeah. running the ball slap bruv but they showed that when they needed to and they've done that throughout the season but um, yeah we'll just pick our Super Bowl picks now you get me Super Bowl picks I mean oh yes who's going to be in the Super Bowl matchups are going to yeah will determine that and you're going to obviously stick with Ravens. Yeah, Ravens and the Niners are my Super Bowl picks. They've been them for months. Well, yeah, they have for, for months, so that's who I'm sticking with. And to be fair, that was kind of mine months ago, but yeah. now we're here. I have something to confess. I've seen the script. <laughs> 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 the script says Ravens and Lions. Do you know mm. what? Ditch, your script. I might have seen half of it <laughs> because I'm going out on a limb. The Super Bowl matchup is going to be the first game of this season's NFL. The Lions versus the Chiefs. Okay. Both the underdogs are winning this weekend. To be fair, I'm just going out on a limb. I was never going to back against the Chiefs anyway, but the second game is more on a limb. Like, yeah. Bro, the Lions are good though, man. The Lions could do a job. After Jared Goff's been in this situation. He's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. As much as people like to talk on his name, do you know what I mean? He's been, he's been there, man. Yeah. He's like a man that's been there before. Yeah, man. And it's just, go on Detroit, man. Do your thing. Yeah. I, to be yeah. fair, I actually don't care who wins that game because I don't care who the Chiefs face. Um, but I say who the Chiefs face, like, get with the crowd. We have to win and vote. We don't have to, but it's great. It's more of a must win for Lamar than yeah. Mahomes, but... It, it's a must win for Mahomes in the sense of the dynasty for the Chiefs. Right, so right, I say right. dynasty for must win for the Chiefs, sorry, not Mahomes, but in that sense. So, yeah, but looking forward to it. And the AFC matchups, the first game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that it's a sad, sad situation that the NFL is ending soon. But, but be a good one. still got more to talk about. You get me off-season stuff. Yeah. Still a lot of all the coaching stuff that we spoke about last week and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, I guess we can we can wrap it up. <laughs> made made me it. sick, man. <laughs> made me sick. <laughs> you made me sick last week. Yeah. Uh, was it last week or whenever you were... Flinging the Bills journey. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. No. Get me. <laughs> it's where it is, man. Yes. Guys, don't bet against 15. That's all we're saying. Don't bet against 15. What? Hey, get me. Me, 15. Chiefs Kingdom. Hey, Joe, we signing out, baby. It's Dej signing out. It's Jacob signing out. Like and subscribe. What he said. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And what he said. (laughs) Switch it up for y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening.